Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and we're in the season of Ordinary Time, the tenth week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Genesis chapter 37. Jacob settled in the land where his father had lived as an alien, the land of Canaan. These are the descendants of Jacob. Joseph, being seventeen years old, was shepherding the flock with his brothers. He was a helper to the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him an ornamented robe. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all of his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now his brothers went to pasture their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. He answered, Here I am. So he he said to him, Go now, see if it is well with your brothers and with the flock, and bring word back to me. So he sent him to the valley of Hebron. He came to Shechem, and a man found him wandering in the field. The man asked him, What are you seeking? I am seeking my brothers, he said. Tell me, please, where they are pasturing the flock. The man said, They have gone away, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him from a distance, and before he came near to them, they conspired to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we shall say that a wild animal has devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he delivered him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. Reuben said to them, Shed no blood, throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him. That he might, he said that so that he might rescue him out of their hand and restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornamented robe that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. 
The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels carrying gum, balm, and resin on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers agreed. When some Midianite traders passed by, they drew Joseph up, lifting him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. Jacob now called Israel, the name God gave him after wrestling with God's messenger all night long, has twelve sons. Each son is the father of one of the tribes of Israel, each tribe participating in God's promise to Abraham and the world. Now that's later in the story. Here this morning we find a large and conflicted family, and, what, and, we, and we are witnessing how Laban's tricking Jacob into marrying both of his daughters, even though he loved only Rachel, uh, has played out in this family. Rachel's sons, Joseph and Benjamin, are Jacob's favorite, even more so since Rachel has died. And when one child is favored, jealousy and family conflict are quick to follow. To make matters worse, uh, Jacob has given Joseph a colorful robe, has sent him out to spy on his brothers and bring word back to him, and God has given Joseph dreams that foretell a day when all of his brothers will bow down before him. The special relationship between Joseph and Jacob leads the brothers to jealousy that leads to rage that takes them to the edge of murder. Instead, they conspire to sell Joseph into slavery that takes Joseph down into Egypt. What a story. This is still the holy story of God and God's covenant with Abraham and faithfulness to the whole creation. This is still the story of how God has saved the world. But this holy story is made up of real and flawed human beings who act cruelly and unjustly to each other, who cause hurt and harm, who feel pain and grief and anger and jealousy, human families that carry forward God's promise and live in God's favor, but still at the same time behave in ways that consistently fall short of God's glory. And yet in all of this mess, God is present, God is speaking, God is at work. When Joseph is thrown into a pit and then sold as a slave, it is difficult to see where God is and what God is doing for Israel. But faith is about trusting God in moments like this. It is believing God's promise and trusting that this story will yet come together to God's glory and to our good. Through our baptism into Christ, we have been welcomed into God's family, and God has made us part of what God is doing in the world. As we go through this Joseph story, it is important to notice how in many ways it resembles uh, and sets, uh, sets us up for the story of the cross, the rejected one sold into slavery, the one turned over uh, to death uh, is the one who redeems us. We might not be able to make sense now of what we see around us. But just as we trust in Jesus, we trust that God is present and active, and soon we will see how God has brought all things together for God's good and God's glory. We trust God's word. We hold on to God's promise. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are sick, for those who are undergoing treatment, for those who are mourning, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for people living in neighborhoods plagued by violence, for all who are working for peace, for international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, are we thankful? For who else and for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. The blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.